Back at it again. Again. What's going on, man? Shit. 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 We're, we're just telling a story at the end of the day. You can enjoy a fully clothed, <laughs> totally platonic cuddle session. Not sure, Not uh, sure. what we're doing. <laughs> are, but they, are these lines safe? Yeah, we, we can literally say anything we want. Talk mad shit. Please continue to follow us. Um, you yeah. can find us on all social medias. Uh, all social medias. All social medias. All yeah. podcasts. Uh, Everywhere that you could listen to a podcast, we're pretty much there. Now that you've uh, killed everyone in, in your in your game, it's uh, yeah. time to time to put in some work. Yeah, well, that that, deter- that whole situation deteriorated much faster than I thought it was going to. And then <laughs> it was so I'm playing like Ghost Recon, so like shit, like you'll end up in like situations where it's like, oh man, like I haven't like if I don't finish this now, like it's 20 minutes of me doing more bullshit that I've already done later <laughs> on. So I'm like, there's three people left that I got to just go shoot. So just give me a second. <laughs> right. Dude, I still, we had this conversation. I don't know if it was last or one of these last episodes. It may be, it may have been when we were not recording, but uh, you know, I've, I've been playing call of duty again and I know, and I keep telling myself, just go and play like the, the missions or whatever, because you won't get as pissed off and it'll be fun. And then I'm like, well, let me, uh, the online, okay, multiplayer, let's do that. And immediately I'm pissed because like, dude, I'm just not good enough to play against like the 12 year olds in Germany or whatever the fuck they're, wherever they are. Like, dude, I'm just not good yeah. enough. And every time I just get so frustrated, I'm like, this isn't even fun. Like, you know, what I mean? I'm never on the leaderboard. I've, I've died way more times than like the two kills that I got. I'm like, this is some horseshit. What am I doing? <laughs> so. Well, like, no offense, no offense to you, um, but like, dude, for years, like years, I played Call of Duty for like eight, ten hours a day. Like, I remember I, I tried I, to play with you and your friends, and and it was not good for me. <laughs> yeah, like. Like, we would – I would play with the same group of dudes. Like, we were actually, like, world-ranked for a while, and this is forever ago. Nerd uh, alert. But the the fact is, like, dude, like, even me, like, dude, once you lose that muscle memory, like, it's gone like that. Like, there's no – like, I mean, I'm sure if I put, like, eight, ten hours in every day, like, trying to get back to it, I could probably get back to it after like three or four years, but I still right. wouldn't hang. With mo- I still wouldn't hang with like most of them. Oh, dude! So, I, and that's true. And I hadn't played it in years, and so I picked it up, and I'm like, eh, yeah, no. But I remember when I, I did. I can't remember where I lived, but I remember you like sending me an invite. You're like, these are me and my homies. We're playing, and I was like, cool. I'll, I'll get on your team. And I remember just being like oh shit, I'm lost and I'm going to make Eric look like a douche because all his boys are like super dope and I'm like standing in a corner like fucking jumping. <laughs> you know, I'm like, damn it. 
<laughs> dude, we literally, like, we would do shit just to fuck with people. Like, we played so much. Like, it's weird that this deteriorated into a video game conversation. Yeah, but, like, that's my- we would play. Like, we would play in maps where, like, we would, like, there, you know, obviously, you like, you spawn on two sides or whatever kind of at the beginning. And we always played, like, hardcore. So it was, you know, like, you'd kill your own team members. Like, you you know, if you shot the wrong person, like, you know, it kind of just upped the skill level and the value of what you're doing. But we there was this one map forever ago, and it was, like, literally, like, we would put, like, you know, of our team, everybody would be like snipers. And we would have one dude that would like try to run down the middle of the fucking field all by himself. And just like, so that the snipers could see where everybody was. And then they just sit there and pick people off. Like, and it was this shit, like it sucked. Like if you were the guy who had to run, but like, you know, you're, you like fuck up your KDR, but you know, everybody else would just sit there and people would be like, that's the best. That was the best part of old school. Like fucking call of duty is like, you could get in team chat or whatever, but the best thing was like, when you get back to the lobby and fucking everybody is just furious and like (laughs) cussing each other out. Ah! Like that that shit was the best. Like the best. I've always I've always wanted to be like into video games and, and I got into FIFA real big time for a while, but that that's even worse with playing like the young kids in other countries, but I could never, I don't have the skill to play like on a team. I don't have enough confidence and I especially couldn't play. If I could shoot my own player, no one would ever, ever play with me. Cause I can't tell the difference ever in call of duty. It's like a mo- something's moving target shoot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. I, I enjoy playing because it's whatever, but I, I've never considered myself a gamer or whatever. Well, like, so the key to that, like, I, fucking, I guess, pro tip, um, <laughs> like, when, when you play with the same dudes all the time, like, you know what people are good with, like, what they're good at. And you know, like, how people will move. And the communication's like, a big part of it. Like, so when I would play with the same people all the time, like they knew I was really good at like calling out where everyone was. So they would be like, okay, when we get in here, Shep's going to do this, this, and this. And then he's going to tell us like, okay, do we flank right? Do we move left? What, which, so like everybody kind of had their role to play, but that only comes with like time. Like you have to be used to the same shit all the time. Right. But, like, I mean, literally, like, one, like, I played with the same people for, like, four or five years straight. Um, and, like, one of my, I invited one of the dudes that I was in my group, like, to my wedding. Like, he couldn't come. He was, like, in fucking Afghanistan doing mili- military shit. But, uh, wow. You know, Call of like, Duty, bring, I mean, bringing people together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, me and him still talk occasionally. Like, it's weird. Like, he's halfway across the planet. But um, we would, like, when he was still in the States, man, like, we would fucking talk all the time. Wow. So. Well, damn. I wonder how many listeners we've lost uh, since we're talking about video games for, like, 30 minutes. Dude, dude all, the <laughs> I, random I didn't... Shit, all the random shit we talk about every day, like, I know. it might be a nice change for people to hear, like, we actually built, you know. Like, ah, it's an episode that's not just drenched in bullshit. 
It's a different oh, hey, they haven't mentioned ground. their kid. They haven't mentioned their kids or the quarantine. Hey, I'm going to stick this one out. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. A little, cha- a little change up. There you go. All right. Fair enough. So. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, before we started, we were bitching about our work. So, I'm glad we got to talk about something else <laughs> off air. That's yeah. Fair. So, th- this, I will say that this is a weird night for us to record. Uh, yeah, it is. We were, we were going to. Um, I don't, I don't want to say it this way. Technically we were, we had planned to be back in the basement, uh, Sunday. Um, but Sunday is mother's day. Um, and mother's day actually is every, it's, it's the week before my wife's birthday. So, um, just an FYI on, on (laughs) scheduling, Josh. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for the heads up. Yeah. But like, I know you're, like I know your wife doesn't give a shit about Mother's Day. Like yeah. <laughs> she she's probably like happy, like, thank you for getting me a card or some shit, but she's like, Your guys' holidays are fucking stupid. Well, she does think that there's a lot of holidays and she's like, I can't keep track. But I mean, truthfully, she's been here long enough that I let's put it this way, when you mention Oh, it's Mother's Day. I was like, yeah, I know. And then I was like thinking, I was like, oh, wait, I didn't really think about it. I was like, even though it may not be like something she makes a big deal of, I'd be an idiot not to to do something. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I immediately was like, we're let, let's uh, let's record early. I'm with you because uh, we're in we're in good standings at the moment with our with our wives. I don't want to I don't want to risk fucking that up. <laughs> also, we're really yeah, nice. husbands. So- <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, so basically like we pulled a, like pulled out all the stops to like figure out how to record early and it, it, so it fell today, like, uh, which is, um, in the middle of our work week and we both apparently had, uh, days of getting our asses handed to us. So. Yeah, it was, it was pretty brutal, but, uh, I, whatever. I mean, like, uh, it, it is, I tell you, it is, it does feel off. Like I'm not, I wasn't prepared. I came down here and I'm like, okay, yeah, like we're, we're getting into it. All right. <laughs> so, but I'm ready. I'm ready now. So, well, technically you, you've got it hard because it's your episode. I, I really don't have to do shit. <laughs> so. Uh, did you say I got it hard? <laughs> yeah. You always get it hard. So if you like, if you're enjoying any of this playful banter and would like to con- it to continue on, you can That's right. mention how much you liked it on our social media pages. That's right. Our Facebook and Instagrams are <laughs> based on True Events podcasts. It's, Hold on, is there like, like you said? Is, is there like is there a gnarly lag here? No, not really. I don't think so. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, so you, what'd you say, uh, Facebook and Instagram? I couldn't hear your answer. I mean, I know. Uh, based on true events podcast at Instagram and uh, on Facebook, that's right. Uh, on the twatter, on the twatter, we are podcast boat B O T E. Um, if you have no interest in social media as I am getting very close in my life to being, uh, <laughs> you can hit us up on our Gmail at, uh, based on true events podcast at gmail.com. Um, and then you can do the rest of our plugs. All right. Well, we got our YouTube up and running. I just, uh, uploaded berserkers, 
uh, or Raining Blood, the Berserkers episode uh, on YouTube, which is our Zoom video. Uh, so if you don't want to just listen, you can actually go to YouTube and watch our ugly asses uh, sit here and, and talk shit. Um, that is, uh, let's see, Based on True Events podcast, colon boat. Basically, just go to YouTube and search for Based on True Events podcast. Uh, what else we got going? We got I wrote for boat still. You send us your suggestions, like just like you've been doing. We will choose our favorite and send you a free shirt. Free shirt. Uh, Shep came up with the uh, the the voting idea, so we've been plugging or, or excuse me, we've been posting uh, four episodes uh, at a time, uh, asking you all to vote for basically which order you want to hear them because we we are going to do them all and their listener suggestions. So um, that's on our social media uh, pages, all of them, basically. So get out there and vote because uh, that is uh, important to us. We want to know what the shit you want to hear. Right. Uh, yeah, it is, it is as much your podcast as it is ours. So we would like cool. to we would like to play things. We would like to do topics and episodes that um, our listener base is interested in hearing as opposed to just things that uh, make us in, you know, interested in doing research or where we get lost in the uh, internet. So, yeah, that's right. Um, and, and uh, I, before we go, I just want to thank uh, Mexico and Vietnam, <laughs> the listeners in Mexico and Vietnam. We hit number 88 on the, on the ranks in uh, Mexico and number 49 in Vietnam. What would, <laughs> yeah and we we've been like ranked in like so many weird like like belgium yeah. like you know like belgium, like South morocco, Africa. morocco one you know you know places like that and it's funny like some of those countries like we'll you know we'll hang out for a little bit like on their ranking um and then yeah. like germany i think we were in germany like because there was a time where we kind of shit on germany and like four fucking straight episodes or some shit yeah we did um, and then i i like we fell out on germany like like that like, <laughs> well we did bash a lot of nazis hello <laughs> rightfully well, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> we start with like hinterkaifeck episode and we were shitting on nazis then so that was like episode number two <laughs> or some yeah. shit <laughs> right but you know so yeah so um but yeah i think that's all the plugs man we'll do the the waverly uh eventually and um you guys just keep keep voting keep letting us know uh what you want to hear please do us a solid um and and share share our shit around man let friends who you you know who you think might be interested tell them to give it a give it a give it a whirl give it a uh, go give it a go um so yeah i think that's it man Fucking plug, yeah. plug done, plugged up, plugged done. Yeah. So uh, it's your episode. So I'm gonna shut up and let you do your thing. I have no idea what you're doing though. By the way. Yeah, that's okay. that's okay. That's okay. I I, I uh, expect the same level of um, zero uh, input from you during the episode <laughs> as I do every episode. So uh, I'm not really depending on that. Uh, that side of things. Um, so this is not a suggested episode. Uh, again, kind of the thought process behind not doing one of the suggestions is kind of the accelerated timetable of the night that we, we decided to record um, and just to uh, kind of allow other people to uh, get the get 
their chance to vote on what's coming down the road. Um, so yeah, for sure. Uh, I kind of, it's not really an audible. It's just, it's just an episode I thought was cool. Um, so I guess technically it's an audible, um, but it's an audible by circumstance more than it's an audible because I'm just an asshole for once. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. so That's I'm going to tell once I'm going to, I'm going to tell a, a little story first and then, uh, I'm going to kind of go into the next bit of my, what the actual episode's about. Um, but they, they kind of tie together. So, uh, right. this is actually uh, a story, like, not this story in particular, but um, the idea of like where these stories are based is something that I'm usually pretty fucking interested in. So uh, this is uh, an episode that I'm, I'm kind of a fanboy of. So that's that's why we're doing it. That's why I picked it. So hey, yeah. um, it's, your, it's your world, bro. We're just living in it. So okay, okay. So what if I told you a plane? took off from New York in 1955 and was not seen again until it landed 37 years later. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it sounds like it sounds like a Twilight Zone episode, but and actually I'm pretty sure the Twilight Zone has done episode did an episode about this. Um, but, but here, here's the story. This is the story of Pan Am flight 914. By the way, your, your pause in the middle of that, you were like, what if I told you a plane left New York? I'd be like, and then you paused. I was like, not, not impressed, dude. <laughs> Happens every day, bro. <laughs> so even in quarantine, man. <laughs> right. So wait, how, how many years? 37, 37 years later. So plane takes off New York. And uh, the plane took off in 1955, right? It was flying from New York to Miami, okay? As it's flying, it goes off the radar. They can't figure out what the fuck is going on. So they send out search parties. They're going all up and down the East Coast of the United States, over the water. They're basically following the flight path of where this plane was supposed to have been. And they never find any wreckage. They never find the plane. They never find any bodies. They never find any kind of fucking evidence that anything happened. No foul play. So, but they did release in 1955, around two weeks after the plane took off and never showed up anywhere, they released a statement basically saying, uh, the plane went down, everybody's dead, we just didn't find it. So, fast forward to... Yeah um let's see night let's see it was like 1992 or 93 my math is bad i don't i don't fucking really give a shit um <laughs> <laughs> but uh so the all of a sudden there's this guy he's an air traffic controller in caracas uh in south america and he's doing his normal thing. He sees like planes and shit that are, are you know, registered flight paths coming in and out of the airport. And all of a sudden, there is a blip on his screen that he doesn't doesn't recognize, doesn't have a call sign. So he kind of like calls the plane. And he's like, "Hey, man, uh, who are you? Like, what what what's going on?" Uh, 
I uh, don't have you registered on as with a flight flight plan and you know coming into our airport and they're like well um we don't they're like we're supposed to be in miami like where are we and he was like well you're in caracas i believe that's brazil um but they uh they're like well you're a little off course (laughs) uh so uh you know we'll go ahead and we'll land get you landed and you know get you back on the right path well as the plane gets closer and closer to the airport it no the air traffic controller notices that the plane doesn't really fit the description of any of the other planes like it doesn't have turbine engines it's still got propeller engines and uh, 37 years yeah right yeah so there's the as the plane is like kind of in rotation getting ready to land the air traffic controller starts asking questions and the the pilot says, oh, you know, uh, he, you know, we left New York on July 2nd, uh, you know, and he goes, July 2nd, like, it's not like, are you sure? And the guy was like, yeah. And he goes, um, well, well, what year do you think it is? And he goes, well, it's, it's 1955. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, and so he did, the air traffic controller supposedly didn't want to like freak the guy out, but was like, all right, man, well, we just need to get you on the ground. And he goes, how many people do you have on the plane? The guy's like 57 people. And like, all right. So, um, yeah, he must have thought that the dude was just like, okay, get him down because the dude's like at risk to like kill right. people because he's losing and his shit. He, he's fucking crazy. Let's right. get him on the ground, right? So right. get him on the ground. And to get him on the ground, like the dude in the air traffic control, the air traffic controller, like immediately, like, calls like ems police fire department like everybody and he's like dude we need you guys on the runway we got some weird shit going on well he's trying to kind of keep the pilot calm so to speak as the emergency crews are like kind of like a you know getting their shit together getting ready to go like go to the plane and the pilot kind of notices that things don't look quite right. Um, and he said, he said, you know, you asked me earlier, like when I thought it was like, he's like, I don't recognize any of the planes and stuff. And he goes, well, it's, he goes, I know you said that you left in 1955, but it's, it's 1993, man. And apparently this is supposedly freaks the pilot out. Well, yeah. uh, who, who, um, who immediately guns the engines, restarts and takes off and is seen flying away. And in front of hundreds of eyewitnesses, the plane disappears in midair, never to be seen again. That is is the story of Pan Am Flight 914. Wow, dude. I've never heard of that. So... How, oh shit, dude! I, I just I'm gonna give you a little time to let that settle in before uh, I go into the next bit. But yeah, I mean, dude, immediately I'm just like thinking of okay, what what could possibly have happened? But dude, dude I, I literally have no theory. Like I'm like <laughs> dumb. I'm like I don't know. Okay, so other um, than aliens, obviously. 
I mean, aliens. It's always aliens, man. It's always, it's always fucking aliens. You know, or some sort of, you know, travel, time travel, you know, portal. Like that shit's real. Dude, there's no way. I don't know. Okay. So, so this is Is the story. Actual or is this? Are you about to pull like a creepy pasta flip on me? Like, okay, that you know, fucking Stephen King wrote that short story and whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, so here's here's the deal. So that that story. Um, appeared in 1993. The air traffic controller um, by the name of Juan de la Corta is the one who was apparently the air traffic controller who um, helped the the flight 914 to the ground in Caracas. Um, This story actually appeared in newspapers uh, in the same area Oddly enough, the exact same story with the exact same air traffic controller name in 1985 as well. Um, This story then again found its resurgence in being retold yet again as an eyewitness account with the same characters and the same cast and the same storyline in 1999. Wow, what? That yes so this um this is an urban legend this is a story that has has popped up numerous times um, since the early 80s uh and throughout the 90s um some of the details are the details are usually actually pretty similar um while I will say that they use the 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 name of the air traffic controller in Caracas, that name usually stays the same, but they have changed the picture that they've used of this gentleman repeatedly. Um, That's like the dead giveaway that somebody's fucking around is that they use the same person's name. Right, right. So one of the dead, other than the fact that the airplane disappeared. <laughs> I mean, so, so there's there's you know there, there's the idea that uh it's time travelers like they went into some weird wormhole and then popped out like you get this story a lot of times like when people are telling the story of like the Bermuda Triangle yeah. right you get this story a lot with like your ufologists and all that bullshit um i basically just told the story cuz i think it's a fun story um yeah. it's shrouded in bullshit yeah. Um, there, well, there is the, the first theory was okay, so they're flying from New York to Miami. So basically, everyone took a vote and they were like, "Nah, fuck Miami," and they just <laughs> went off yeah. the grid. <laughs> but no, that dude, it, yeah, it, there's a lot of bullshit to it. But it's a cool ass story. I, why have I never heard it if it's been retold so, times though? <laughs> you've probably never heard of it because groups like Snoops.com and Basically, like everybody who does any of the internet research that we usually kind of reference, um, is always like this story's bullshit. Like, oh, right, it's like, yeah, like there, there's too many holes in it. Like, why did a like why did it take so long for uh, emergency crews to get on the ground to intercept the plane? Um, things like even if it's a flight from the 1950s, it still takes time to, you know, 
get the engines warmed. I, like, I know they just landed, but it still takes time to prep enough to get the fucking plane back up in the air. Yeah. Um, no pictures were taken. Like, well, you're that, in the airport. I, that many witnesses. Yeah. Like, there's no, yeah, fact. Yeah, yeah, true. And the fact that the exact same story, ABC, gets told and they just keep changing the date later. Like, they don't say, like, in 1993, when the story got told again and made it into newspapers again, um, they didn't say this happened in 1985. They said it happened in 1993, okay? Um, so that's, it, that's where, like, this is, like, why you probably haven't heard of it is because it is widely discounted as complete <laughs> bullshit. Um, but I, I thought it was a cool story. The Twilight Zone did actually do a story about this, like the old black and white Twilight Zone where they go up in the air and then all of a sudden it, they're like, it's fucking 20, 30 years in the future and they yeah. decide that they're going to go back and fuck. I think they broke the sound barrier in the Twilight Zone episode and it's like fucks with the time, the timeline and a like really fast airplane. <laughs> like th that, that's like back when we didn't fucking understand shit. So yeah we're like it, it's plausible whatever it, it's a fucking fun story it's a cool story but it leads me to a story that that does fucking interest me quite a bit uh and i'm going to tell you tell this the tale of the flying dutchman the legendary ghost ship of yore now okay. i've heard the flying dutchman okay so i fucking absolutely love like ghost towns and ghost ships and not yeah. like i'm not the ghost part of it but like i love it when there's like a ship that they fucking find and like everybody's gone and there's like no explanation of where the people went and it's been gone for like fucking 12 years and it's just been floating around or there's a whole town that's disappeared and like there's no fucking bodies and there's no explanation of why the town is gone. So that's why you like Event Horizon so much and, and like the Philadelphia experiment was like, in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I yeah. I mean, I love those like these like large scale like disappearance stories. Um like with like one or two people disappear, like like I don't give a fuck about that. Like they fell in a hole, somebody killed them. Like like none of that shit fucking matters to me. Like if it's a fucking plane full of people that disappear, like it obviously went down or it was hijacked or something. Like that that stuff doesn't. I like I don't give a shit about that. But like ghost towns, like that that shit's top notch for me. Like I love like researching ghost towns. Yeah, and then, but, like, the Flying Dutchman's always kind of interested me because this is, like, a story that's gone on for, like, hundreds of fucking years, mm. right? And so the first telling of uh, the Flying Dutchman actually came from, like, a fairly reputable source in the beginning. Um, it was actually Prince George who went, in, went on to become a king of England. Um, <clears throat> he uh, was on a ship off the coast of um, Australia in 1881, July 11th, 1881. If you're, you're going to dig dig deep into some facts on this one. Um, I'm a, 
And the idea of the Flying Dutchman is that whenever this ghost ship is seen, apparently it is like a for you know forewarning of bad things to come. So in 1881, uh, 13 members of the crew of the Bacante, the HMS Bacante, uh, noticed a large red orb floating out in the ocean. And all of a sudden they saw emerge from the large red orb the Flying Dutchman at full sail. <laughs> After they tried to identify any, like, tried to do the ship signaling shit that they did back in the 1800s, uh-huh. which I probably, I imagine, like, they just flew a different flag and... Like, flashed uh, the light against the sun. It's not, like, it's not like they had a fucking radio, so... Um, but they... Hey, over here! They ended up... They The, the captain of the, the ship decided he was going to pursue um, the red-orbed Flying Dutchman um they pursued it into uh into deeper water and when they got there to the area where it had been seen there was nothing there no signs of any wreckage no signs of any ship had ever been there um but as legend has as legend would state um the first man who saw the red orb and the flying dutchman later that day fell from the top mast and died on the deck of the ship. And everyone made port very quickly in Australia and decided to go their own separate ways and try to find their way back home to their various places. They're like, fuck that, I'm out. I'm out. Yes, yes. Shit's too weird. Damn, that's pretty crazy. (laughs) Yeah, so... I immediately picture, like... The red orb being like the sun over the horizon or something, and then the ship showing up. It still doesn't make sense why it disappeared, but I'm trying right. to reason for, yeah. All right. Anyway. So um, to further the legend, uh, sailors on both the American and German side of uh, World War II uh, had reported sightings of the Flying Dutchman in both the Atlantic and the Pacific Ocean at different times. Uh, Similar stories of, you know, seeing the ship at full mast, um, being unable to um, locate the ship after giving chase, and no real details as to um, bad omens or anything along those lines. Uh, However, uh, the Germans didn't do too well in the war, and uh the the united states navy took some some uh some pretty heavy hits during world war ii with u-boats uh so maybe now before yeah before, sorry to interrupt but before you go on i'm sitting here like picturing that fucking orb still but did i miss you did, did a ship called the flying dutchman disappear did i miss that entire part of the story they just didn't find like they said they said they gave chase and the, then when they got to where they had seen it there was nothing there. They never saw it again. Right. But I mean, like before these sightings, was there like a known story of the ship, the flying Dutchman that, that this, uh, okay. <laughs> I am getting there. Okay. We are, we, we I, are getting there. I literally was afraid that like I zoned out and totally missed the fucking like 
intro to the story? Okay. Nah, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just building the legend for a minute. Um, So in 1939, uh, in Cape Town, South Africa, um, they, the townspeople actually, uh, multiple people uh, noted seeing Flying Dutchman again at full sail off the coast and uh, just seeing it sailing. uh, No one was ever reported to have been uh, seen uh, finding the ship. Uh, Another situation that gave chase, didn't find it, blah, 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 blah. That's four sightings? Huh? That's four four sightings. I'm not going to go through all the sightings. There are a ton of sightings. Oh, okay. There's a shit ton of sightings. Like, Flying Dutchman's like the most famous. It is legitimately the most famous legendary ghost ship ship. on the high seas. And it's been in everything from SpongeBob SquarePants to it was in your fucking Johnny Depp fucking Pirates of the Caribbean shit. So That's why I don't know anything about it because didn't watch that. (laughs) Well, so that's that's where those are the sightings. Like it, it's always an o- ominous thing. People give chase. They can't find the ship. They see it. They can't find it. Um, wow. So I always call bullshit a little bit on this um, until I started doing research because I was like, well, how the fuck do they know that this is the flying duck? Like. Yeah. Like, how do they know that this is the ship? Like, did it have why? like the words "Flying Dutchman" like spray painted on the fucking? Right. Like, was there like was there some sort of like sailing like sail thing that I don't understand that that made everyone who has apparently ever touched a ship know exactly what the fuck this thing looks like? Right. Right. Um, I don't have an answer for that question, um, but. I do have an answer for the question previous to that that you asked. So the Flying Dutchman is actually based on a real ship. Um, The the real ship itself was actually captained by a a man by the name of Hendrik Vanderdecken, who was known as the Dutchman. All right. Um, And in the legend, in the legend of... Mr. or Captain Hendrik Vanderdecken in 1641, he set sail from Holland to the East Indies to procure various spices and exotic materials it, at a time when that wasn't exactly the safest or most intelligent choice of things. But any captain who would go about doing this, if they made it to and from uh, the East Indies, they were rich. Like, they were pretty much made in the shade. Why wasn't it safe? Because of, like, piracy? So, like, if you look at a globe, like, I can't fucking do this for you right now. But, like, if you were to look at a globe or an atlas or a map, if you're leaving from Holland, which is north. Yeah of france right you have to sail all the way around Uh, the continent all the way around the horn of fucking africa to get to the east indies 
And then you have to fucking go all the way back around, back up to Holland. Like, so it's not a safe fucking trip. Right, okay. You're going from cold water to hot water, which generally causes all sorts of weird weather anomalies when you're in different temperate areas. Um, You know, and especially in like the 1600s, like, yeah. It's not like they they don't have radios. They can't like fucking call for help. So yeah. <laughs> and it's a long fucking trip, man. Scurvy was a real deal back then, man. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, I get it. The length alone is dangerous. Yeah. The, 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 right. The, the yeah. Path. So yeah. so if you were a captain, you had the balls to fucking pull this off. It was usually a one and done kind of situation. It was like I'm gonna do this, and I don't have to fucking ever do shit again. Uh, right. So captain. Puts together a crew in 1641, and he's like, hey, I'm fucking doing this. So they fucking sail through treacherous waters, get all the way to the East Indies. They almost sink like 12 fucking times. They end up spending like something like two to three months in port in the East Indies just trying to repair the ship. Damn. Okay. So they decide to head back with their goods. And uh, as there's with their goods, uh, legend has it there. There's multiple legends on what actually happened to the ship, but the one of the main legends has that that as they were sailing around the Horn of Africa, um, they had spot the captain had spotted an island on the way through the first time, and it was his opinion that. Were he able to stop, if he was able to stop at that island and set up like a settlement, they could rest, get fresh water, kind of not have to worry. It was like a good like, all right, man. And if he were to settle this island, then he could basically make that part of the trade route and really kind of open up the world to the East Indies, make it a little bit safer, a little easier, not as arduous of a task. Um, Apparently the uh, crew at some point uh, disagreed with the captain's choice when weather got bad and decided to to hold a mutiny on board, to which point the captain then executed all the people in charge of the mutiny and the men that remained, he forced to sail into uh, gale force winds and rough seas and was never seen or heard from again. Wow. So that's legend number one. Uh, legend number. You, we told you, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, stop. Like, fucking stop. So legend number two, um, which I will say is the least likely of the legends. Mm-hmm. Um, is that when they were setting sail from the East Indies, they took on two passengers, a young man and woman who were engaged to be married. The captain fell in love with the young woman, and at some point uh, the demise of the young man happened by the captain either pushing him overboard or just flat-out killing him. Uh, sometime, sometime after that, uh, the woman disappeared. Uh, once the woman disappeared, the seas got rough and things were uh, starting to get worse. And that's actually what was supposed to have started the mutiny. 
on on board um which then an ensuing battle on the ship meant that no one was ever seen or heard from again um and then i don't know, I don't know about that one yeah that I, I said dude that one's like the least likely one for yeah. me Although I will say, man, if you're on, if you're like out to sea like that, it'd be really easy to make somebody disappear. Hey, yeah, look, he slipped. look at he the whale. He slipped. <laughs> right. It was the crack. It was the fucking kraken. Yeah. Um, and you're not so, gonna find it. <laughs> so uh, the third option is actually a fairly interesting option, um, and and one that I, I really hadn't thought about i guess until uh actually just doing research on this is they got to the east indies um new area new people um and got like the crew got sick um and caught some bug caught the fucking covid the, co the covid the rona and no port would accept them so you've got a, a crew that's sick and they've got nowhere that's going to accept them. And slowly the crew members start dying off. And basically the ship is just out sailing the world um, with a dead crew. With nobody, nobody driving. No, nobody, nobody driving a boat. Now hmm. those are like, those are like the three, considered like likely or not likely but like those are like the legends of where the most, the most common or most yeah. like those are the stories that like sailors tell or what the fuck ever the one that actually does like <laughs> it kind of rings the most true is like they probably did get sick in india like malaria or some shit and and like I can see other ports being like, yeah, dude, fuck you. You're not, you know, like we're not letting you in. You are all sick as fuck. Um, yeah. right. We currently do that right now in our country. So I'm just saying, like, like I can see that happening. That's uh, true. It's literally happening. <laughs> yeah, it's literally happening right now. Not so, so the the reason that uh, I, I kind of I tell this story because the the idea of the flying dutchman's been around for hundreds of years like yada 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 and by the way the flying dutchman is not actually the name of the boat the flying dutchman is a catch-all for any boat that is seen that looks like it has basically like a big fucking pirate ship floating <laughs> around out in the fucking water and people chase it and they can't fucking they can't fucking catch it right Right. Now, I tell this story for a fucking reason. There was a ship that went missing, and I think it was, this, this is a legit story. There's a ship that went missing, and I think it was actually in the Bermuda Triangle-ish area. Okay. Um, and the ship was found like 17 years later, still sailing, like still just out in the water, like currents taking it, and there was nobody on board. Whoa. Okay. Like nobody, like that, the no chance record. It, the chance of it not like hitting something, or I mean, I'm I'm sure it hit tons of shit. Well, okay, it hit something big enough to to take it down. Like 
I, from what I recall, it was actually a pretty big ship. Um, I, like I'll have to look. Like I, I didn't prepare the story on that ship, which yeah, okay. I probably probably should have. Um, but for time's sake, I didn't. I didn't think that I, I would have the ability to tell that story. Um, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You prepare for these for these fucking episodes? Like I, I mean, I didn't know that's what we I were doing. Know. I wrote, I wrote notes. Oh shit! I oh, fucking wrote notes. So rare, rare evening. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Well, dude, I, I I will tell you this. Like sidebar in the middle of my thing. So since we've had to do all these fucking episodes on Zoom, I can't fucking use my phone <laughs> for research anymore. Right. So I got to write shit down. Yeah. So, I can't like on the fly, like come up with the fucking answers like I used to. Right. So I have to do like eh, that much for like preparation. Ahead of time. <laughs> but there are the, the reason that I tell this story and the reason that I tell the flying Dutchman story and the reason I prefaced it with the flight 914, the Pan Am flight 914 story is there are actually fucking stories of shit where it's like, we found this boat or we found this that's been missing for like 20 years. Right. We thought it had sunk in a storm or we thought it was just gone, but it's just literally been floating around, hanging out, sailing the seas. Nobody's seen it. it. That's crazy. Well, but if you, if you really like think about the ocean, like the traffic on the ocean is, I mean, it's probably, there's a shit ton of boats on the ocean, but they kind of stay in the same fucking lanes. Like they stay close for a reason, man. Like you kind of stay all together. So if some shit goes wrong, it's not a fucking three month journey for somebody to come get your ass. Yeah. But also at the same time, like, you know, growing up in Florida, like I've been out like, deep in the ocean on boats and like when you see another boat from soup like far as hell away like you can't tell exactly you know what i'm saying like we're not gonna go find out what the boat is no it's just another boat really far away so you're like whatever we're doing our own thing so people could have seen it and never known you know what i'm saying that's the missing fucking ship <laughs> right now if i was out there and i saw a pirate ship i'd probably want to go check it out but if it's along the same you know Right. So, so time for science. Uh-oh. Okay. So here, here you go, brother. Um, science's most likely answers for things like the Flying Dutchman are basically a mirage-based optical illusion. Right. Um, so refracted light, depending on the density of the air based on humidity can give the appearance of ships on the horizon. You the take people who see water in the desert or you see the Loch Ness monster on the, on the ocean or in the water. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, the, uh, refraction of light through more like moisture, especially in hot water or, hot water going to cooler air or cooler water into hot air 
will yeah. change and refract light at a different degree and can offer up optical illusions very similar to mirages in the desert. Um, one very interesting fact is if you see something and you're lost in the desert and it looks like a mirage of water, or if it looks like water, like you're going to an oasis, you need to be going a different direction because that is light density in the air and the air is actually refracting the light thinner, which means there's a less likely chance that there's actually any water in the direction that you're walking. Wow. Just for, just for S's and G's, just, just in case you wanted to know. Next, um, next, time, next time I'm in the fucking desert. <laughs> but I, I did, I did find that I did. I found that that little tidbit very interesting. No, um, it is actually because I had never heard that, and that that whole like you see the mirage of water is like in a shit ton of films and stories, and so you know. I, but I've never heard anybody say go the opposite direction. But that makes total sense. It's science. <laughs> it's science. Um, and then, science. and then, lastly, and then lastly, the mirage that I found the most interesting. Um, well, there's there's two more technically, but th this is the one I kind of I kind of enjoy quite a bit. Um, so in cold temperatures, especially where snowfall is very prevalent, um, the air density is increased, so it casts a larger, deeper shadow. And many scientists have, well, I wouldn't say many, I'd say like the five guys who actually wasted enough time to try to figure this out have considered that the reason that there are so many sightings in the Himalayas of Yeti and or Bigfoot of the snow is because it's a cast shadow and the density of the air molecules is so great that that shadow casts a longer, huger picture, which can make a normal size man of between five foot six and six foot tall look like they're anywhere from 10 feet to 12 feet tall. Oh shit. You were just, you were so happy to hear about that one, right? <laughs> you were like, I fucking knew it. Fucking dermal ridges, man. <laughs> so that is, that, that's fascinating actually. So, so, the legitimate, like the, the end all be all of ghost ships, I would say 99% of the time is it's wow. your mind playing tricks on you uh, based on refracted light across long distances and moisture in the air. Um, not to burst anyone's bubble. Uh, I think there are definitely ships out there that are, have lost their crew um, and have yet to run aground or just, you know, kind of, or, you know, they maybe they have run aground and then a big wave comes up and it pushes them back out to sea. Like we don't, we don't really have an idea of that, but there have been cases of ships without crews that are sailing around the blue, this big blue marble and uh, being found uh, many years later um, wow. without well, explanation. They couldn't, so, they, they couldn't, they couldn't sail that far. Otherwise they'd fall off the edge, you know what I mean? Cause the, the yeah, I mean, 
Earth is flat as fuck, man. So, so yeah. So okay, I get the the scientific explanation. Like that makes complete sense to me. Um, but yeah, there, there's still like I love the I fact. Personally that, don't, I personally don't care if the scientific explanation makes sense to you. That's the explanation. But <laughs> th- thanks for giving it your seal of approval. That's right. Now, now it's okay. It's official. But no, so, dickhead. <laughs> but no, but so, but I like better the fact that you said that it's factual that there are there have been ships that are just out there floating. Which there's like a super eerie, cool, like you know, image or you know that that just seems so like mysterious to me. Like that's cool. That it's so cool that the the scientific explanation can't take that away from me because I enjoyed the cool aspect of this you know, story better than the scientific explanation. Well, I'm, I'm glad I, I enjoy, I enjoy the science side of things, man. I know. you do. So, uh, yeah, like I, you know, and to be a hundred percent transparent, you know, in, in full disclosure here, I mean, the ghost ships that like you could, you can read stories today about shit, where it's like, oh, you know, ghost ship found after 17 years. I mean, I like honestly, I would fact check that shit too. Um, but you know, I've heard stories of uh, you know Somalian pirates who've you know gone in and hijacked ships and killed the crew and taken off the sh- the ship, the you know the stuff that they want and have no use for the ship. It's not like they're going to bring that big ass piece of evidence back to their fucking right. you know, house. Right. So they just let that shit sail out in the water, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it makes sense that, that that shit can be floating around out there. Um, yeah. To me. And, and, and I just like to, to be honest, like ghost towns is like really like, that's like really one of more, more up my alley but i'd always heard the story of the flying dutchman and like i kind of want i wanted to know where that that story came from and uh you and i had kind of talked about maybe maybe doing a fucking plague episode or maybe doing this maybe doing that this is so much better so much better i'm i'm glad that i did the flying dutchman story but i did find it very interesting that there was a section in the the story that that basically said that, you know, if they were sick, a lot of ports wouldn't take them in. That makes a lot more sense to me than uh, random bullshit. Like, Oh, they, the the crew got, yeah. Like, don't give me the Romeo and Juliet bullshit. Like, don't tell me he was like, all of a sudden, like he's got his fucking nest egg sitting in the ship and he's like, Oh, we're going to go make an Island. Like, no man, get the fuck out of my face with that. Like, <laughs> I it, it makes sense that like they got fucking malaria and everybody was like, y'all look like shit. You ain't like we're not letting you in. Yeah. Like, sorry, bro. Straight, straight up. What movie is that? Can't sit here. <laughs> the Force Gump like, or some shit. But no, dude. There's no way that. Well, the 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 sickness theory is by far the most likely i agree with you on that for sure the other two are like well the one in the middle with the the 
husband and wife or the lovers like nah that, that immediately i was like the first one i'm like well a mutiny eh, maybe it's it's you know it's a little far-fetched but like the, the illness that's like likely yeah like <laughs> that that ship to me or losing a ship to illness is actually very common so right. like that should happen a lot back in the day like back then, yeah whether it was like scurvy or you know like scurvy like they they actually have, have had situations where um they think that like mutiny like mutiny was apparently the thing of the day like people get pissed off and then they're like oh, fuck you we're killing everybody mutiny. but there's an idea, yeah there there's the idea that mutiny was really kind of just happenstance as like people are going crazy because of lack of vitamin C and uh, you know, I did, I did, uh, I kind of, I kind of, this, this is always like a factoid that I always, I always found interesting is that um, for long journeys, uh, most of the time people realize that you couldn't, well, you obviously can't drink salt water without dying. Um, but you can't really, you can't really like barrel fresh water either. Cause it goes stagnant and then your people get sick and they fucking die from that as well. Wow. So actually the term whiskey is the Gaelic word for water of life. And the reason it is called that is because sailors realized that a fermented corn mash, which got you drunk. Um, would actually not stagnate on their long journeys and had enough hydration value in it that they could survive these long journeys on boats. And it made them, it made them feel all right. As a, and the trip is more tolerable. Well, for those that are, I guess, partaking. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm sure everybody, I mean, you at some points everybody's got to drink something so yeah right, right they're not everybody's not in there like pulling a bear grills and drinking their own piss and fucking like you know, <laughs> yeah, but I, always, I, I always found it interesting that that the term whiskey actually came from the gaelic word for water of life and that was because that is how they survived long journeys on boats back in the day yeah i didn't know that that's cool that's real cool man imagine one person who's like no i'm gonna stick to my piss because i'm a mean drunk <laughs> yeah. like, no, no bro we're gonna deal with mean drunk yeah that's Sorry. It. yeah <laughs> dude that's awesome i never knew that um so i i will admit this when when you first said oh man i love ghost ships and shit i'm like yeah and then you go not because of the ghost shit i was like like immediately i was like oh fuck <laughs> but still this was a so i had heard of the flying dutchman but i had no idea of why i'd heard of it or where even like that seems like it's something that it's one of those phrases that you hear but you never know where the hell it came from or what what it's you know referencing or whatever so um this was way better than a plague episode 
like by far. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got a little plague story and a little bit of the plague in there. There you go. For all of those uh-huh. suggesting the plague, we, we on and Shep was right. I think we've had enough. I think people have had enough right now uh, with pandemics and shit. So um, if, if those, for those of you that requested a plague episode, you got a little, <laughs> call it, consider it done. We'll check it off the list for now. <laughs> yeah, for, for now. Like, I, like again, I won't, I'm not saying I won't do it. Right. Or I won't make Josh do it. Um, <laughs> but just, just for right now, like, guys, I've been in my house t- over two months. <laughs> like, like, let, let, let me get a little, let me get a little space. we start talking about the spanish flu and the fucking black death and yeah everything else like back to the back to the ghost ships real fast just because you didn't talk about the ghost part of it i'm sorry if there's a bunch of people that died on a ship and it's floating around at sea that motherfucker's haunted (laughs) that motherfucker's haunted period (laughs) you can't say that it's not there's no way I can definitely say that it's not like no, there's no way there's no way the likelihood of it being haunted is way greater than not if there's like an entire dead crew on it and that and it's just floating around <laughs> like not a place you want to just jump on and be like eh. dude this makes no sense to me like I, all right if if we're getting into the ghost conversation this makes no sense to me like if you're dead, like if you're dead and you're a ghost like why the fuck are you staying on the shit like what you don't have your energy like why are you going to do other shit like i'm just gonna hang out on the ship man feel like the ship's a good spot for me like oh shit it makes zero sense you must have hated the movie ghost ship (laughs) it it was bloody i was gonna say the whole wire the wire like scene was amazing. Like, yeah, the open- like that is that is like literally the only scene worth watching. I know. Basically you're right. I agree. The movie is horrible. <laughs> but no, like I mean like ghost towns, like shit like that. Like where people just like disappear. Like Yeah. I like like when, when a whole bunch of people disappear and there's like no explanation, like that shit like that's kinda like where that um the episode of like the Russian hikers started. Like yeah, yeah. a whole bunch of people, nobody's got a fucking answer. Well, that one kind of had a that one had a weird turn. <laughs> so, Aliens and Bigfoot. Yeah, like you know they had they had an answer and just nobody was really talking about it. In my personal opinion, yeah, um, it, yeah I would I would love for you to do it. I don't I am not familiar with a ghost town off the top of my head, so I would love for you to do. I'll, I'll throw in a suggestion right now and a request at some point do a ghost town episode. Cause I, I'm not, I mean, all right, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, not familiar with that. And that shit's cool as hell to me. So I agree with you. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I would say like nine times out of 10, like, especially like ghost towns, like from the wild west and shit like that. Like that's probably chicken pox, man. Let's be, let's be a hundred percent honest. That was fucking smallpox, chicken pox, right. a pox probably killed off the population and then everybody Everybody just left yeah yeah and then fucking coyotes just came in and ate all the fucking bodies like i'm not saying that that it's gonna be you know i i definitely like the ghost town fucking option though man like i i love when there's whole 
I think it like this is this is really bad reasoning for this like me liking this is I like a movie that's really bad that makes this story interesting for me. So yeah, um, <laughs> like it's that Ben Affleck's movie, Ben Affleck movie where like the whole fucking town disappears, what and then that? like Phantoms or something. I think it was called. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, dude, it's like, like, apparently, like, the point of the story was that there was, like, this, like, creature that lived underground, and it would fucking come up to feed every hundred years. Oh, uh, they always make fun of it in, in Jane Silent Bob. He's like, Phantom's like a motherfucker or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like, I know it's a bad movie, but, like, like, it's intriguing to me. Like, kind of like the Cave Bat story, like, shit like that, where it's like, oh, we just haven't seen that shit yet. Right. Like, I... I, I, you know, <laughs> whatever. Oh, well, no, dude, yeah, I loved this episode, and I would love to hear a ghost, a ghost town, because I, I like the unknown. But I'm also the the true believer in the one that. That's why I made the th- the comment about the scientific stuff. I'm just enjoying the ride of the the spooky ship and the unknown, and maybe it is a portal. And then you're like, scientifically, your fucking dreams are about to be crushed. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> But that that's what you do, and that's why this is what we what we are. <laughs> uh, by the way, the the ship that I mentioned before, it was a shorter time period uh, than I said. It wasn't seventeen years. Uh, there was a ship that reappeared nine years after it was lost. Uh, it was an Indonesian ship, and it was found uh, with no crew uh, in twenty eighteen, uh, just floating around, just hanging out in the water. Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, man. Whoa! And that's and and that story, if you really want to go research it, was published in the in India Today. <laughs> so, you know, wow, that's freaking cool. So there, 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 like there are still, especially if it's that recent. Like that's cool. Like I mean, I love you know historical events and everything, but when it's super recent, it's like whoa. Like I don't know. It, it to me, it's more. I don't know. I legitimately did like zero research on that story. Um, I just wanted to tell the Flying Dutchman story. I wanted to tell my Twilight Zone story a little bit because I that, like I that's where I started. I was like, oh fucking thirty-seven year fucking airplane. Like, what the fuck? Where are we going with this? And then like I started doing research on that, and I was like, like, like not that I ever believed that thirty-seven years a plane could just be like flying around right like hanging out but like i literally did go into that research thinking like someone had hijacked the plane and like put it down somewhere like killed like everybody like whatever 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 and then somebody had like was like flying the plane being like oh look we found it (laughs) like wow that's cool but it was it was it's all bullshit I, i know but still, it, it, it's a cool ass story, and you had me hooked at first. I was like, okay, but then I was like, as you started going, I was like, hold on, three stuff. I was like, okay, it's bullshit. So, it's getting creepy right, pasta. It's getting yeah. real creepy pasta in here. Creepy pasta. Yeah, that ship was found off of the coast of Myanmar. I guess is what it's called. I'm, I'm yeah. gonna look into Myanmar. that. That sounds cool as hell. Myanmar. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So good ass uh, episode. I like that. Tonight's episode, Ghost Ship, The Flying Dutchman. It was dope. So, yeah, it was real cool. Better than the plague. 
if you did the plague, that's where I wore my Nas shirt. I was like, just in case, like, nah, nah. Shout out to Big Low, by the way. What, what? All right, man. Well, shit, that was awesome. Uh, hopefully, wait, well, shit, nah, we did this early. So maybe next time we're in the basement, maybe not. We'll see, I guess. Well, we got, we got Mother's Day and then I got my wife's birthday. So, <laughs> so we'll probably a few more episodes, folks. <laughs> That's, that's, that's all right. The quarantine continues, children. By the way, happy Mother's Day to all the all the mothers listening to our our kid friendly podcast. Yeah, well, dude. I mean, just because they got kids, don't mean they can't listen to this shit. Yeah, it's actually we're forty seven percent of our listeners are female. Thank you, ladies. It's because it's because the videos started getting posted. That's all it was. As soon as we as soon as we put our put our videos up there, the female. Uh, listenership listenership skyrocketed <laughs> yeah maybe it was the hard stance on uh the japanese slit mouth episode <laughs> that we did that upped our female following that's right we, we voted our our uh uh backing of feminism <laughs> yeah that's right i don't think that this milkshake is bringing anyone to the yard <laughs> oh shit you're probably right so probably right but hey you know it would have been nice <laughs> well from baron von pink sock to all of our listeners <laughs> oh google that shit folks <laughs> <laughs> all right man good shit dude you out all right, bro. All right man later later